0: Welcome to Outreach Church. Thanks for checking out this week's message. To hear more, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or visit OutreachChurch.net for downloads and service information. Weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light that's that's not just jesus giving a pretty picture that's jesus saying this is what i offer you it's not like metaphorical and and, and it no he's saying come to me if you're worn out if you're heavy laden And I'll give you rest. The first part of being able to do that is being honest with myself about being worn out, about being heavy burdened, about the fact that I don't feel light. I don't feel free. If I'm honest, I feel tired and I feel burdened. And I wanna, I wanna minister more of that to people, but I, I wanna talk about that for a minute. So I'm just gonna ask the worship team just to stay here. And Jesus is speaking to the people and he says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden. And that, that word there for weary is, is koupeo, which I know doesn't mean anything to you maybe, but in the Greek it, it means that you're feeling from fatigued from working hard fatigued and worn out from working hard from striving and straining from working struggling and toiling and he's saying this to people that are under the law and the reason they would feel this way is because there was a standard put in front of them that they wanted so badly to live up to but they couldn't so they were worn out from every single day trying to be something that they weren't capable of being They wanted to do the right thing. Their hearts were sincere. It wasn't that they were completely just ambivalent towards God. No, the reason they felt tired and worn out was because they actually wanted to do the right thing. They wanted to keep the law. They wanted to live up to the standard, to the ideal that the law put in front of them, but they couldn't. So every day they came home worn out and tired because they saw the standard and no matter how hard they tried, They couldn't live up to it. They couldn't achieve it. They couldn't do all the do's and don't all the don'ts. And I I just feel like there's people that are trying to live up to something. That's why you're tired. That's why you're fatigued. That's why you're worn out. That's why you're weary. That's why hope is fading. Joy seems to be fleeting. And happiness seems to be something that just comes and goes, but never stays. Joy never stays. There's moments of joy, but but if you're honest, there's a lot more moments of frustration, of anxiety, of feeling tired and worn out. Life is a grind. I just want you to hear Jesus speaking to you straight from his word. Come to me, Come on, amen. all you who are worn out and tired and carrying a heavy burden. And see, at some point in our lives, every one of us Began to be shaped and pottered by something other than the Lord. It, it might have started for you when you were a little kid, and because when you ever watch a little kid dance, they don't care what people think; they just dance. You listen to them sing; they don't care how they sound. To them, they sound amazing, and so they just sing. Their jokes—they might not be funny to anybody else, but they're funny to them, and and when they get excited about things, they don't look around to see if everyone else is excited. They're just excited so they respond. But, but at some point, somebody, the world, tells them that they can't sing, they can't dance, they're not funny, that isn't cool. And all of a sudden, for the first time in our lives, every single one of us let something other than who we were created to be start to shape and potter and fashion us. And we began to think through the way that we did things and what we did and what we said and where we went and how we lived. And instead of just being who we were created to be, we start to create who we are. We start to be shaped and pottered and formed by opinions. Because we don't want to be rejected, we want to be accepted, we want to be loved. The problem is is that, that we're not actually being accepted and loved because we know we're not being who we really are. We're being who people want us to be. And that pattern starts young in a lot of people's lives. Because for the first time, I was me, and me wasn't good enough. It wasn't pretty enough, it wasn't smart enough, it wasn't strong enough, it wasn't funny enough, it wasn't cool enough. So the next time I wanted to do something, I started to think about, would I be accepted? Would I be rejected? If I if I do and say this, how will people respond? Will they how will they see me? You guys can you guys can go ahead and be seated for a second. And 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 all of a sudden now I'm no longer authentic. I'm now being pottered and shaped and fashioned by the world around me. And I learn a way to live and I learn a way to be that keeps me from being rejected, keeps me from feeling unlovable, keeps me from feeling unaccepted. And, and the longer I do that, the more that starts to become me. But deep inside, I'm worn out. I'm tired. I'm burdened down. Because I'm not living freely. I'm trying to be an ideal of me. I'm trying to be an an image of me that that I've created. I'm trying to be an image of me that I think people want to see. And the problem is, is that so many of us bring that mentality and way of living into Christianity. And that's what happens when we encounter the rules and the standard even. Before we encounter the love and the person of Jesus. Because now, see, now I have a way that tells me what I should be like. And so I don't have to think about it anymore like I used to. I can just open up the Bible and I can see, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. And there's a bunch of people around me and as long as I do what they're doing and I don't what they're doning, they accept me. And now I'm not worried about being accepted anymore because I know that I can live a certain way and everyone around me that's living the exact same way will accept me and they won't reject me. But the problem is is that if I haven't come to Jesus and experienced his love, and his forgiveness and his grace, it's still just as exhausting as it was when I was living to impress the world. Now I'm just living to impress this God who maybe will love me if I will just. And my heart breaks for people that came to a religion, but not to a a father. That learned all the routine Without meeting the one. And that's why Jesus says, if you're weary and you're heavy laden, listen, if you're tired of working and you feel over, that word there for heavy laden means loaded up like a vessel or an animal. Like if you feel like you're just carrying stuff around and you feel worn out and tired and it feels heavy, he says, come to me and I'll give you rest. He doesn't say start following the rules and I'll give you rest, he says come to me. That's why the answer to our lives is not found in performing, it's found in being with Jesus. In communing with him and and being loved by him and knowing him. It's amazing when I read this and, and I look into it deeper That word rest there Well first I want to talk about what that that Word heavy laden means because It's really interesting It it says to load up like a vessel Or an animal or to overburden With ceremony To have spiritual Anxiety It means There's a ceremony that that you've been a part of and the standard and the do and the don't and all the ritual and all the the rules and and you can't do this and you can't do that and you have to do this and you have to do that. That, that that ceremony becomes burdensome it causes heaviness it causes burden it causes everything other than feeling light and free and when Jesus says come to me and you'll find rest it's Anna which means refreshed or take ease and as I was reading this just this morning I felt like the Lord showed me a picture You know, if people are in the military, they could be hanging out in their room, right? And they they could all be doing different things and talking and laughing. And someone might be laying down and someone might be sitting up. And some people may be over here talking about this. And some people may be over there doing that. Someone might be eating and doing all sorts of things. Just being and doing what they want to do. And then all of a sudden, a general walks into the room. And what happens? Every single person stands up straight at attention and salutes. And everyone looks just like the other one. Everyone can look around and see, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Who am I supposed to be right now? And they, 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 they're not doing what they were doing, and they're not being who they were being now. They're all being the exact same thing because they know when a general walks into the room, this is what I have to do. I have to straighten my back. I have to stare straight ahead. I have to salute. And the general looks around and sees everybody, and then at some point he says, At ease. at ease means don't do what you were doing just for me you don't have to stand like this and barely breathe and not stare and stare straight ahead you can relax and put your salute down you can let your guard down you don't have to put on a show for me anymore you can just be at ease And and that's the word that Jesus used there for anyone who's weary, who's tired, and who's overloaded, and who's been just worn out by ceremony, has maybe spiritual anxiety, uncertain. Jesus says, if you come to me, I'll give you rest, I'll give you refreshing, and I'll make you at ease. You can stop the act. You don't have to look around at everybody else to figure out who you're supposed to be in that moment. You can be at ease. You can let your guard down. I already see you anyways. You standing at attention and putting your hand up doesn't change what I see man looks at the outside when the general walks in all he can see is what's going on on the outside but when Jesus walks in the room he sees what's going on on the inside anyways and the straight back and the stiff lip and the straight ahead stare and the tightest salute don't fool him for a second but here's the thing about Jesus he doesn't want you to try to fool him not because he's afraid of being fooled he can't be fooled but because he knows that's exhausting It's wearing you out. It's giving you anxiety because you're constantly not sure of who you should be in this moment. And i got to look around and i got to remember the rules. And what am I supposed to do? And what am I supposed to say or not say? And how am I supposed to hold my hand? And how long are we supposed to do this for? And is my back like, I can't remember. And and, and Jesus is like, listen, I, I don't want you to do those things. I just want you to come to me. And I'll put you at ease. I'll give you refreshing. And notice the next thing he says is now that you've come to me and you've been put at ease and you've been refreshed. Now that you've come to me and that burden, that guilt, the shame, the condemnation, the regret. Everything you've been carrying around like a beast of burden that you were never meant to carry. Jesus carried the heavy cross so that we wouldn't have to carry that. He died as us and for us so that once for all time he could cleanse us of all unrighteousness and the stain of a guilty conscience so that we would not be conscious of sin but conscious of Jesus, of righteousness he says once you've done that you've come to me and you've, you've found rest you've found refreshment you've, you've been set at ease what, what causes us to be set at ease it's coming to him as a savior and surrendering my life being born again a new creation then he says take my yoke upon you and learn of me, from me he's saying listen Take my yoke. You were yoked to a harsh slave master, a taskmaster. You were yoked to the world. You were yoked to sin. You were yoked to shame and guilt. You were yoked to yourself and your own selfish desires. And you were trying to go in a direction that you weren't created to go in. And the whole time, you're just being crushed by this thing, but you just keep walking because you don't know another way. And if you fall down, it just drags you along or just leaves you. And you have to pick yourself up. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. and Try harder. Do better. What's wrong with you? Jesus says, if you take my yoke upon you, in other words, if you would become united with me that's what it is to be born again in christ it's to be in union with him to become united with christ in his death and a, and united into new life in his resurrection he says then if you would if you would take my yoke and learn from me grace grace is the yoke of Jesus that connects us that transforms us but think about what a yoke does a yoke is only as good as the one that it's yoked to that's why the Bible says don't be unequally yoked it's saying well why would you yoke yourself to something lesser because the one who is lesser is the limit of the yoke. Because a yoke is only as good as the, the ones that it's yoked to. And that's why Jesus says, listen, yoke yourself to me. And then learn from me. In other words, I have no interest in you learning about me until you've become one with me and you're walking with me. Because otherwise all you'll do is learn about who I am through the lens of that old yoke. And all it will do is bring condemnation and shame because you'll see who you aren't without understanding who you could be. So he says, before you start learning from me, become one with me. Be united with me. Come into union with my yoke is easy, and my burden's light. Why? Because he did all the lifting. He already carried everything that you were trying to carry when you were yoked to sin and shame and guilt. And I feel like that's an important thing for us to ask ourselves is, do I feel light? Do I feel at ease? Or am I standing at attention, doing a ceremony, playing a part, getting my cues from everyone around me, doing what I was told, but not being who I was meant to be? And then there's this amazing thing where Jesus says, for I am gentle, humble in heart. He says, listen, yeah, there's a path for you to walk, but I'm going to walk it with you. See, we learn from Jesus as we walk with Jesus. What that means is that as I'm walking with him, I'm seeing him and I'm learning from him who I was meant to be from the beginning. And if I would stumble as I'm walking with Jesus, he doesn't drag me. He stops But here's the thing I can only fall so far When I'm yoked to the one Who's never going to fall And that's what grace does It holds me in that place While my legs are weak While I'm stumbling While, while I've, I've put my foot in the wrong place While I've stepped in the wrong spot While I've tried to wander into a different Pasture that wasn't meant for me That tether, that yoke to Jesus Just keeps me And if I struggle and strain against it, I can struggle and strain for so long. But but there's something holding me and keeping me. But the amazing thing about the grace and the yoke of Jesus is that in the process, it's actually changing me. Because here's what he said. This is straight from Jesus' mouth. He says, come and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble. And he says, and you'll find rest for your souls. And when he said rest there, it's not the same word as it was the first time comes from the same word, but Jesus actually, when he was speaking, he didn't say rest and rest, he said two totally different words. That first one was to be put at ease, to be refreshed. That next one, in a pausis means recreation. It means recreation. says, listen, just come to me if you're burdened down. If you're worn out, if you're tired of carrying the burden you've been carrying that you weren't meant to carry, the reason you're so worn out is because you're trying to carry a load that is impossible whether that is to try to forgive yourself for the things that you've done which you can't do or whether that is trying to live up to an image that was presented to you that you cannot in your own strength live up to whether that was trying to be somebody that the world taught you that if I would be this then I would be loved then I would be accepted then I would never be rejected no matter what that burden is if it's anything that didn't come from him you can't continue to do it it will wear you out it will make you tired and it will destroy your soul says come to me and I'll give you rest I'll put you at ease what puts us at ease it's that we can actually come to him and be authentically who we are in that moment and he never rejects us he never shames us he never turns his back and says if I would have known I never would have died suddenly I'm at ease because I don't have to put on an act to be loved because I'm sitting in the presence of perfect love and perfect peace and the the mask comes off the facade comes down and in all my brokenness in all of my mess in all of my imperfection was just there with him. And he still loves me.